if you're here, I'm assuming that you're here because you've read Iron Flame. If yeah. not, you're getting spoilers. Welcome back to another episode of Starling Municipal Library's podcast, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And it's been a little over a week since Iron Flame dropped, and so we've got all the feels about this. So Kathy, Katie, Sabrina, and Lisa are here with me in the studio to talk about it. That's right. And we mind have... you, this wasn't the only group that read it at the library. That's right. There's more. We just can't fit them in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So importantly, how many of you started reading it the day it came out? Um, me. Yeah, me. 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 Yeah. All of us. Everyone. Was, my, husband, my husband waited in line at Target for the book. For oh, I, I heard your husband was in a foot race in Target. How about you talk about that a little bit? Because that was great. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there was a race. He was in line with all the other women and one other husband <laughs> mm-hmm. who had driven to three stores already wow. from Alvin to Baytown. And as soon as the doors opened, they took off running. <laughs> and the Target employees are like, please don't. Down. What are you? And Justin was like, what is this madness? And then he stood over there like a dutiful husband husband and waited until the book Aww. came out from the back and and brought it out there yeah so it was really good so one thing that i thought was really interesting before we dive into the book was the whole mess around the book coming out so the publisher of rebecca yaros is a pretty small boutique publisher and i think they probably had already contracted like a certain number of copies or whatever and worked that out before Fourth Wing got as popular as it did. That's the only thing I can think, because these people were not ready. (laughs) Right. And on top of it, there was a controversy around, like, originally all of the copies were supposed to have black edges on the pages. The original printings were. Yes. I think a part of that issue, too, is that then they released a holiday special for Fourth Wing. The same time. The same time. And it overtook the internet and, I mean, basically broke Amazon for a bit. And no one, I don't think they realized or had the printing capacity to do both. Iron Flame and the Fourth Wing holiday edition coming out within a month of each other. Because that's not really something like six months out you can be like oh our book's really popular we have to switch printings like you can't and the, and you can't be like can I print more like the printer's like you get what you get you get what you signed up for so I think they had to like last minute really rush and you can tell because there were a lot of issues just in the distribution and on top of that it was so funny because this is clearly like an internet phenomenon because you would go in the store and you'd be like I'm ready for <laughs> I'm ready for Iron Flame and they'd be like what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> and you're like, the book that just released today, what book? Don't you know what you, books? What are you talking yeah. about? They're just look at you like, I don't, I, I can check, I guess. But the lady at Target said to Justin, um, <laughs> maybe it's in the back. I don't know what you're talking about. And, and on, like, how dare with, you not know? Comes out with the fourth wing, like the holiday edition. She's like, this one? And they're all like, we'll take that one too. But we'll no. take it. <laughs> like, and then when the first Iron Flame came out, the woman literally grabbed it and ran. Yeah. So, I mean, Mardi like, Gras rules, baby. You get an elbow. On yeah. top of it, there were a handful of bookstores that had midnight release parties. Yes. We tried to go to one. They but canceled all of them. Yeah, there weren't any in our immediate vicinity, apart yeah. from like a really niche one in the Woodlands that we didn't get tickets for in And time. I think they ended up canceling. They ended up canceling. Yeah, I think they, they literally the just didn't have the, the, yeah. the amount. Yeah. yeah. But, I was um, just happy that on release day, <laughs> I cared about us. Right. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> I that, that we got our books mm-hmm. with the sprayed edges. And That's right. Have you? Does your black on your sprayed edges come up on your hands? 
It hasn't yet. Did okay. you check to see you know if what? your book was Fourth it, Wing or Iron yeah. Flame? Do on I, the spine? On the spine? I think mine says Iron Flame. Okay. Iron Flame. Does your... Yeah, mine says Iron Flame. Okay. On, like, inside the book? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't check on mine. I so a look. lot of them were reused covers from Fourth Wing. What? Because they, I guess they just didn't have enough of the iron flame ones so a lot of people have iron flame with the sprayed edges but it says fourth wing on the side now my some of two of my we pages are... were torn <gasps> oh yes. gosh so i'm gonna put little stickers on there just oh, to make it look pretty little yeah. little, some little dragon stickers <laughs> just a little dragon sticker <laughs> um yeah. any other any other fun things that you've noticed about the book before we get we delve into the story i'm ready to delve yeah, yeah. so i happy so yeah yeah let's okay. start <laughs> off with did we feel like the reading experience like lived up to the hype and i think sabrina you're gonna say no i'm gonna say no okay Oof. i'm gonna say yes but i <laughs> think again so let me first just quick snippet of like my reading style which i know I do like a little bit more brutalness. Mm-hmm. I do like to be like wrecked a little bit. And I like for like rough fighting action. So for me, it was enjoyable. Okay, but that's not the part that bothered me. I don't like those things, but I can deal with them. <laughs> what bothered me was that I felt like the plot didn't get furthered along. Like it was so slow. But did you enjoy the reading process, like, while you were reading it? Like, no, I was frustrated. I wanted answers, <laughs> and they weren't coming. And then I felt like we would get to, like, a couple chapters and, like, a crescendo of, like, shit happening. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, things are settled. Like, this is fine. And then, whoa, 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 whoa. And then See, back down. I, I, I get that. Yeah. I, I get that feeling. I, I wasn't feeling frustrated, but I it does feel like every time, like, a thing happens, they're like, okay, and you're back at school. Everything's normal again. That's and and that was my. But thing. ooh, be wary though. <laughs> yeah, and like I can agree with that. And like so, then if if you if we're gonna talk about the book as a whole, you get to like the last fifty pages, and you have three major things happen. Yeah, and you're just like, okay, you just dropped it all. In my mind, it felt like for no reason. But I like, feel like that kind of happened in Fourth Wing too. The very end of it, like you're trucking along, like things yeah. are really starting to happen and then you kind of get some major curveballs at the very end. I would argue that's become like a trope of romanticy is that you wait till the last 50 pages and you have no idea what the book is actually about because the last 50 pages they're going to be like yeah, I had, and then everyone was dead the whole time <laughs> and you're just like what? I listened <laughs> yeah. and I had to go back and reread like the last two or three chapters of Fourth Wing because I was like I feel like I missed some real important <laughs> yeah. information. I agree with you. Um, yeah, you're I right. agree with you. You're right. right. So I guess I didn't like how the plot was driven for both books, <laughs> but it felt less because Iron Flame's way longer than Fourth One. Oh, like it's a bigger yeah. book, significantly longer. Significantly I longer. do think that, like going on that, I do think that Iron Flame had a lot more filler stuff yes. that could have been condensed. Mm-hmm. Like so many, like I'm not sure how many times, like Zayden and Violet went back and forth. Mm-hmm. But maybe if we would have yeah. cut out, like three or four trips and you know like yeah. narrowed it down then it would have felt like you know yeah. like it moved I, yeah. what like about you lisa oh yeah well i mean like sabrina was saying there was times in the book where i read it and i was just like what am i reading <laughs> and then i have to read it again it, it just it like it took too long yeah mm-hmm. to get to the point mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then yeah like you said then you know the zayden and violet thing and then it goes back to this but i i really I, i'm not gonna lie i really enjoyed it i, enjoyed <laughs> you know, it I, I, I enjoyed the story yeah you know mm-hmm. uh, rebecca she you know like i said she brings out lisa's grasping the, her fists are bald <laughs> in, in people and there were some characters that i just 
didn't believe should be in that book. <laughs> I hated them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I felt bad for Violet. I was like, when is Violet going to get her, you know, mm-hmm. her her day? You know, yeah. the throne room wasn't Violet getting her day or anything. The what? The throne room scene. Oh. Wasn't Violet getting her day? No? Okay. I, That's the I least felt, of what she deserves. I will say that I do. I know it was slower. I did really enjoy that there was time where Violet and Zayden weren't together. Because I felt like you really got to work on those other like background characters who were mm-hmm. like like schoolmates and friends of Violet's, and you got to like see her more like how she is developing as a person and like her working on her own. I think that's gonna be really cool because I mean, obviously the romance part is a big aspect, but the problem sometimes with romance when everyone is always together all the time is that you never get to really experience that person like individually, and you also get to know nothing about their friends because they're mm-hmm. always just like. And what about that boy? And then we're sneaking um, off to smooch. Like, yeah, <laughs> and they're sneaking away. And like she's still thinking about it, but she gets time to like really focus on school in a way that's really interesting to me because you get to see like more about how these classes go, which in my opinion are dumb and stupid. Yeah. This school is dumb. <laughs> this is, is a bad school. <laughs> this is like, what like if we got doctors, but then like... after we trained the doctors and gave them all of that important knowledge over many years, we then made them punch each other and to see who survived. And you're just like, well, but don't you want all of the doctors to survive? But the... I think it's interesting because it's I I really liked because obviously like if you're here I'm assuming that you're here because you've read Iron Flame if yeah. not you're getting spoilers but yes. it's like we meet the Griffin writers mm-hmm. and it's those are their thoughts like yeah. they're just like, yeah, like that like whenever they're sure, doing the first their, thing they say is just like your school sucks when they're <laughs> doing their threshing and you know they're just kind of like well we get out there and then if, if the dragon or no whenever they're going it's through the, the parapet Griffin. they're like oh. well, when they're going through the initiation they're yeah. like well we're going through the parapet if you fall you fall to your death. death. And then the Griffin writers are like, that, that's the dumbest thing I've ever yeah, heard. We jump into the ocean. We swim to the shore. <laughs> and then we go do a different job. And, we and they're like, just... we don't kill off our kind yeah, the way we're that just you like, guys well, do. I guess Griffin writing isn't for me. Maybe I'll make, like, you could have Albert Einstein, but because it couldn't cross the parapet. Yeah, because it was especially windy that day. Because sometimes, like, the point is, is, like, it's literally not even in their, like, their control. Like, if it's raining, they still have to do it. So I'm like, that's that's not even, that you can't avoid a hurricane. I hate it and I I love it. You know, again, can you shimmy across the parapet? Did anyone ever mention that? No, you can't. Belly shimmy? No, nope. you gotta yeah. walk. I hate it and Dumb. I love it. I really liked the something that I really liked in the book was seeing the school stuff. Yeah. Just because it gave me. I of course I love like when Violet and Zayden are together, but the times that they were separate, I did enjoy because I feel like it gave me that like Hogwarts sleuthing yeah. vibe. Let's that, go to like, the library and research this little, thing. Yeah, all yes. her yes. and all her little friends like all the secrets. sleuthing around mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. and it really felt like very Harry Potter to oh, me. Oh, and also the Harry Potter thing of like you get to wonder like which teachers are in yes. on it and yeah. which aren't that Ooh. which which happens like you find yeah. out yeah. like yeah. it's like oh yeah. wow like when they actually all go back yeah. to i can never say the name like wherever brennan's at whatever that place is called yes Ar- um, erasure yeah like when the ones are like when they decide when they make that decision and then all of a sudden the teacher's like oh yep I'm in okay I'm, and you're like oh, I'm going okay, yeah, I'm a sparring coach like, yeah you're like and hey, I think it's good and I love the soaring girl siblings yes oh yes. yeah oh when Mira found Brennan yes oh. oh Mira you know she 
you know, I, I like her. I I do too. She I like her. you know, she's feisty. She's yeah, she's got some fight in her. Yeah. She's got some fight in her. And you know you what? Know? Brennan deserved that. Brennan yeah. deserved to get punched. Yes, repeatedly. Absolutely. Yeah, and I like. And it's funny because it's like Violet again, like they're how they're they're how sisters can be so different. Yeah. Because Violet mm-hmm. is like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I'm Brennan, five years. You're alive. Like this is I great. And then like Mirror's like, like Brennan, you're alive. <laughs> the punch you in the face. Yeah. You, know? exactly. you broke my nose. <laughs> yes. She's like fixing. Yeah. Yourself. Them coming together was probably some of my favorite parts yeah. mm-hmm. of Iron Flame, and them going on their little secret mission and not telling everyone else, but like getting caught was yeah. also yeah. just like all the funnier. Loved that. So can we circle back to dumb school stuff? I still don't understand. So Varish is one of the main, like, no good, evil, bad guys of this book. And also, if you listen to the audiobook, there's no way people are listening to this man talking going, he's evil. Right, like she, she literally is like, "Hello, children." How, how, and, <laughs> like, what? how and why did he even come into power? Like, how was he able to operate this? Because he that was a true Atos like thing. That, yeah, mustache yeah, twirling. Yeah, yeah, Atos was just like, yeah. "Could you murder these kids for me? I'll give you a." But promotion. listen, somebody, I think it was Katie, had mentioned something like, or maybe it was you, Leslie. Like people like Varish and Jack Barlow. Like, it's kind of like in Harry Potter, those people that you can tell are just like. Inherently evil. Yes, they Why look evil. Why are we teaching they sound them evil. magic? Yeah. Yeah. Why, Why are we teaching them chance? to be warriors like, and letting them bond with the dragons and letting them be exactly. generals? Well, to be like fair, Farish. there's some, there's some, there's some uh, skeevy dragons out there too. So I guess they need, they need partners well, they as well. Up, like the the dragons that are bad. Also, I wanted to say, yeah. love that about Iron Flame. Mm-hmm. I loved learning more about the dragons, the dragons and their personalities mm-hmm. and like you know like their background yeah. and darna yes darna. teenage and darna is it one is of my favorite things oh. loved it she's so good we she do not eat ready allies. to fight for <laughs> and with everyone yes it doesn't matter if we're on the same side or not she would like to eat you i want to i want to fight you also I want to fight for you. Are you mad at anyone that I could eat? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. And anything that Taryn says is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And oh you're yes. old. You're and, old. And you know nothing. And you yeah. you know nothing. The revelation, though. <gasps> what? Can I was going to say, like, say it? I was going to say, I, was, I thought that you were talking hearts. about revelation as, like, again, I'm going to assume if you're here that. If you're here, you're I'm like, oh, Katie. It's fine. Um, it's okay. 100% and fine. And revealing, yeah. you know, her she colors because she's like Taryn is so dumb but then like she has her little black scales because she like thinks Taryn is the coolest thing ever and wants yeah. to be just she like, a, to be and, like just such like a you. teenager it's just mm-hmm. like yeah you're dumb but I don't want my scales to be black because I want to be like you, <laughs> yeah, you know? and then for her to be a whole seven different species like for that revelation to happen I love yeah. that like, I knew the two like Warwick and or whatever the two first writers were names Lena or Lorna. Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. So those two journals that mm-hmm. they kept like trying to compare or whatever. Oh, yeah. I knew something was up between like the sixth and one more. Like, and I was like, what are they trying to say? Like, something's going on with this with trying to raise the wardstone and stuff. And then literally as it started to be revealed. So every time Andarna was described and a little bit more, I was just like, this doesn't, something's off with this. Like something seems weird. Like there's more to this. And then literally the page before the revelation was like, when Violet was like, oh, you're, you're the last, I'm like, it all just came like crashing down. And I was like, at least this is one of those revelations that made sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like if, if we're going to talk revelations, so like Andarna's a seventh species or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's been asleep for 300 plus years in her little egg waiting for Violet. But then you find, you do get the guarantee that Zayden is an intensic, which 
blew my ever love in mind with how he told her and how he said how fast can you fall out of love with a person God, i know I, my uh, heart just broke i, I was cried. Like, he said one minute one minute that's all it took and i was just like oh my god and so you don't get that never gets circled back or even talked about and then the revelation that i'm gonna say it a revelation but the mom dies for them like for the three siblings and it's sloan who blames violet for her brother's death who has to kill her mom but i'm just like okay like this is just so much happening and we're not even we don't get a chance mm -hmm. to unpack that and then in like the last four pages of the book zayden is in it now yeah and i'm just like why why are we doing this? Like, I, I'm actually like really frustrated because I feel like sh it's a writing, like it's a ploy. Like right. obviously I'm gonna read the next one. Yeah. But like, it's it feels not like it's even, not like, earned or like built towards. Yes, I didn't feel like we, she, I don't think she deserved to do it to us. And maybe that's me just being really upset about it. Yeah, But like no. you don't get to all of a sudden drop all this shit in the last 25 pages and then be like, all right, we're done. We'll see you next time. Especially because I felt like one huge thing with a whole Viden ship was that like... I got really annoyed with Violet being like, oh my gosh, I need 100% the truth, even when she herself could not do that with her friends or with Satan. Mm -hmm. So, like, talk about hypocrisy there. Yeah. But they had to overcome that in this book. He reveals that he's an intensic toward the end. That's enough tension to work through in the next book. You don't need to throw more things on top right. of it just for tension's sake. And well, it does feel like it's for that. Like, mm -hmm. it's to be like, oh, aren't you so excited to see how I solve this conundrum that I built for myself? I would have been fine with just the intensic situation. Yeah. Because people die for being an intensive, yeah. whether you're on the bad side or the good side. Mm -hmm. Like, you die for that. Do you think Zayden, Zayden's mom is going to come out in the third book? 100%. Mm -hmm. There's been too much chit chat about his backstory, about his his backstory yeah. that it's definitely going to be something. I also think that one Venom sage that seems to be targeting both Violet and Zayden very specifically, mm -hmm. I don't think he was finished off. I think he's going to, there's going, oh, there's course. something that's going to be revealed. The river as he was yeah. Like, yeah. Nobody, no proof. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody, hey, no proof. body, no proof. Right. Yeah. Because we saw Jack get yeah. crushed by a mountain and they that's were true. like, and he's not dead because of we tried okay, let's talk about that for a second because I, why? that's another revel okay i'm not about the why i could care less that jack barlow came back i'm upset at the fact that that means venom are a part of regular day society yeah. before he crossed that parapet he was a venom yeah the way he acted on that parapet and everything he did means that he had venom before which makes me wonder are venom breeding and like you no, know 100%. like i would have been honestly fine with the book ending right there can you because even then i would like have that curious mind mm -hmm. of like who's venom like how how like where is this I thought venom was just a thing you do. Like I'm sure they have their own society, but I thought you could I just kept become viewing a it. Venom. Yeah, I kept viewing it as like turning to the dark side in yeah, Star Wars. Like, you, like just like you can channel magic through a dragon, you can just yeah. decide to channel magic through the earth and but you have to learn how to do it. It's basically like evil like people that like yeah. get like so power hungry. They read a book they, about like, they're dark reaching magic, it. Yeah. and then they learn how to harness mm. it from the earth. And then or they something. said, like, you know, you're not supposed think to like harness a, like power yeah. from from the earth, mm -hmm. and but there's people that do it anyway because you get this like wave of power that then becomes addicting, kind of like a drug. Yeah, like yeah. But I mean, the red rimmed eyes though is the telltale sign that you are a venom. Yeah. So like, Violet's not gonna go pull stuff from the earth, even though she can. Yeah. But drugs. red rimmed eye people are. Yeah. So like that's why I was. What'd you say? Well, like drugs. Like they're but, addicted. Yeah. So, it's so like the get, yellow like, eyes when you become like Sith. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Very similar, yeah. actually. Yeah. My. I mean, my major thing was like, is there a reason they bring Jack back? Like, do they? Are they later like, ah, we knew he was Venom, and that's why. 
Or did they literally just waste a super talented mender for like months and drive him to the brink of like exhaustion to bring back some random dude who died just like everybody else? My impression, unless somebody else wants to jump in, is that they were using him as a guinea pig. Like once they were able to verify that he was Venom, they were trying to see if there was a way they can control it or revert it. With the serum. So they do a lot of testing. So they knew that before he died? I think they went to recover his body. And they and, and realized, realized okay realized he wasn't dead because remember they said that the only yeah. way venom can die is, is with through the blade mm-hmm. right. the oh, blade so or they, lightning or they lightning. were like a yeah. mountain didn't kill him I right think he, this is suspicious yeah. Yeah. right okay yeah and so then makes me feel a little better because i was very confused why they were wasting all no i was that was my initial reaction too yeah. i was like why are you raising this waste of space but but do you <laughs> notice how his dragon shows up in the is it his dragon oh in, yes the in, the field field in the field exercise yeah exercise my question was, was he already taking the serum to block him and his dragon? Because his dragon seemed still really angry that his person was dead. And I'm like, I don't think he knew that his person, like that Jack wasn't dead. I think he, he thought he was still dead. I don't think and, so because they remember it said if 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 you die, then like that bond is severed. So he would know yeah. that the bond is severed. So I think he's mad because he knows something is happening somewhere. to kind of like how Taryn lost lost like communication with Violet, but knew something was out there. So finally, when that communication came back, it's just like, what is happening? So that, okay, so that's where, okay, so if that's true, if he knows that he's out there, but he can't find him, Mm -hmm. like whatever. My question is then, why was she still, like she just kept, or he, I don't remember which one his dragon was, kept showing up in the most random places, like in that cave. The cave, yeah. You know, and then. I thought it was Solus in the the cave. cave, The cave was Varish's dragon. Yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. Okay. They're that both orange, though. So yes. I thought it was the other one. Yeah, they're both evil orange dragons. dragons. Yeah, my bad. So, <laughs> yeah. so I know we're kind of talking about characters. Yes. So highlights. I want to talk about lowlights. <laughs> I want to talk about a specific character. Yeah. I want to talk what? about Dane. Dane. Okay. <laughs> talk about Dane because obviously Dane. There was so many theories, and yeah. after Fourth Wing, there was so many insane theories, and then also like how many times he like touched her face, how many times he read her memories. And obviously that was quote unquote answered by Dane if he's being truthful, which I think he is. I think so too. I think think he's a little potato person and he can't choose his own feelings and he's just bopping around. How did we feel? He grows a lot at the end, Katie. How did we feel about that though? There's a lot that happened. The growing? I'm sure. How do we feel about his like, I feel like he was fast real fast so i feel like overall rebecca yaros has this tendency to make these characters and she gives you all these reasons to dislike them and then she likes to do the bait and switch where it's like oh but suddenly they redeem themselves yeah i'm kind of tired of that i'm tired of that in a lot of a lot of romantic books oh (laughs) because i don't like when people i want it to make sense and if you're obviously trying to lead me on this emotional journey and too many yanks in different directions and i'm just kind of like Listen, I eat okay. that up. It's manipulative. <laughs> I'm like, but oh, it does feel you betrayed me. Kind of like the thing oh, that Sabrina was talking me. about at the end <laughs> of the book, where like it just feels manipulative at that point. Like, I get it. You want me to read the next book? I will. Like, you don't have to make it manipulative. This Maybe rough. I'm word. toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like yes. is very manipulative. At I will the end say, of this book. I don't feel like as he someone who has only read the first half of Iron Flame. <laughs> Sorry, Katie. I, no, it's fine. I'm just saying, like, even even there. I don't think Dane is a problem. I think he's a 21-year-old guy who really thought Zayden was a real bad guy because and was like, his oh, dad had told him. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he's doing this. Oh, he's doing that. And was literally like, oh, like, of course I told them because 
they're people who are rebe- like like he was fully buying into the yes. just like Violet had been like he wasn't told all these secrets so yeah. of course he's going to be like they're going on secret trips dad I, I learned that I want to let you know and and I just like sometimes I get so mad because I'm like Violet if you would just talk to somebody just speak to somebody yes <laughs> you don't even you don't even have just... to agree with them at the end but just speak with them even Dane <laughs> said that to her at one point man I wish you told me about this and I would have helped you yeah yeah but I will say, like, Dane, the second half of the book, he literally is just struggling to figure out what's real and what's not yeah, real. Yeah, and yeah. I, I did feel bad because, like, he, he grew up in a is, cult. In the middle of the cult. He was, like, especially the like, core of the cult. There's yeah. a scene specifically where it's, like, again, now they're out at Erasia. Oh, and God. remember, they kept him locked in a room. They did. They and know. then when they released him, they said he was kind of just sitting by himself because it's, like, he knows, like... These people don't like me. Like, yeah. you they know, don't trust me. Can they don't talk trust about me? the other scene where he starts like going through the journals with her because he's the only other one that knows like the old language. And he's just like, hey, like, as your friend, like, do you love Satan? Do you love him? Do I you know. love him? And then he says something, and I'm going to mess it up, but oh my God, I screenshot it because it was so good. <laughs> he was like, because that declaration on that cliff would have made me fall in love with him. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Literally, oh, yeah. here's my thing. And I think I We're told, all in love with I told Sabrina, I, I don't know if Riddick, if he's got some like secret little like one night, multiple nightstand things happening with, with good old Catriona or whatever cat because of a little statement that he said. But I'm just like, you know, another character that was introduced in Iron Flame is Cat, which okay. is Zayden's ex. Mm-hmm. I absolutely... <clears throat> Ex-betrothed. Ex-betrothed. Ex-lover. Ex-everything. And I wanted to stab her in the neck. She is warming up to me a little bit yes. towards the end. And I was like, okay, you know what? Cat just needs a man so that she can stop bothering Kat Zayden. Brown. What are you talking about? That's well, what here's my two things. Oh, yeah. that's, oh that's and another character. The crown. Another yeah. character that was brought in was er- oh. er- Eric. 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 Eric, which is the king's son. Yes. That nobody knows is the king's son except for their little inner except group. Yeah. So here's my no, thing. Really, not the whole group. Just Violet. Violet. Yeah. yeah. And well, no, she, Rihanna. Zayden. She told oh, Zayden. She Rihanna know. knows. No, they all, the whole group knows because yeah. that's how he's able to get them into the war. Yeah, because oh, eventually yeah, Violet realizes she needs to quit keeping secrets from her poor squad. He's going to get us into the war. She's like, I can tell them some things, I guess. Yes. And so here's my thing. Two things. Two things. Cat would make a good pair with Dane with their little mind powers. Power couple. Truly. (laughs) Or Kat is going to find out that Eric is the king's son and she's going to be like, hell (laughs) yeah. Shortcut to the crown. The king's son. Like, (laughs) talk about, because I mean, like, Zayden's crown is not existent right now, you know, so it's like. She just immediately is just like, oh, an actual royal. (laughs) An actual royal. And like, their personalities are very much kind of just like, Mm. I, I like a, you, but I don't like you attitude. Yeah. So I'm just like, I think Eric and Kat might be good for I will each say other. that Eric is the most get it done person that I have ever seen. He's just like, yeah, don't mention it that I'm a king. Let me go be a badass. Yeah. And then when I come back, then someone's like, like, he's wow. doing it for his rebellious era. Yeah. yeah. He, he's like, wow. Like, people are like, wow, I can't believe you're doing this. And he's just like, yeah. Of course I am. I also love how he doesn't... I realized something was bad, and then I fixed it. Yeah. I also love how job. he doesn't stand down to Zayden. You know, it's like, obviously he hates him because we learned that then that Zayden killed his brother because apparently his brother was a menace. But like, does he... it count, though, because your brother was a menace? Yeah. <laughs> and it's... I just like how it's like Zayden tries to be intimidating and Eric is like still like, you'll probably kill me, but I'll take you on by dragging Violet into the little ward. And Zayden's like... 
you let me in right now and him like through the window no, no. <laughs> loved that i i really oh. like i'm just afraid because i don't know i'm worried about eric's intentions at the end i'm just like what if he's just saying all of this because he knows a lot and he was like oh you're barely yeah. figuring out about the venom oh he's just like he knows a lot, so I'm just like, is he really being rebellious against his dad? I think he or has his own he... plans, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think they're the same plans as his dad or them. Yes, uh-huh. yes. I don't know. Which that... It would be... Oh, sorry. And now he's yeah. in Arisha? No, no. Ooh, everyone. Inside he's what? Info. I was yes, like, and now he's in Arisha with oh, the whole group. He's yeah. like, seeing the secret place. So that brings up something that I texted, I think, to Mary or somebody. It was great, like, reading alongside a bunch of people. And once we knew what chapters we were on, being yeah. able to be like, did you get here? I love but, that um, prize, by the way. Anyway, at one point, I texted Mary and I was like, there are so many people that moved from Navarre to Erasia and basically defected. There's no way they didn't pick up a couple of spies along the way. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. 100%. You can't rebuild an entire freaking capital city and be like, we're all good here. <laughs> right. Which I kept expecting there to be some grand betrayal in this book, but I feel like the groundwork is there for it in the next one. At least in... at least You in... didn't feel like we as readers were betrayed? I was expecting like a nation, like a national betrayal. We didn't get that yet. <laughs> oh, you, you were expecting... No, war. It is war. <laughs> Treason. Treason. The highest level of betrayal. The highest right? level of betrayal for your country. There are yeah. stages. I was yeah. expecting worse. But yes, yeah. I, would, I would like more... More, and I feel like they do okay with that with like characters like Dane and Zayden who are like clearly not like as you yeah as you learn more about them you're like oh, okay could go either way but I wish villains were less like <laughs> villainous <That> because <laughs> yeah I'm just like I did they did that with the Griffins in the first book you're just like ooh bad evil Griffins mm-hmm. but the Venom it's like they went how could you think the Griffins were bad when these are e-, and like fully just re- like Marvel style like evil villains right. with like black nails and cauldrons and what about Catriona's dad though because I could I kept going don't like him. Like, are you going to be bad? Are you going to be okay? Like, are you good? Are you this? And Satan was totally right to be like, Violet, you can't go. Because as soon as they got there, what a freaking trip that guy is. Yeah. With the venom locked in the betrothal chest He's from his parents. I mean, it's her uncle. That's her, oh, it's her uncle. uncle. Yeah. Okay, I was whatever. Say her her uncle. Yeah. Her uncle. Like, that part, I was like, is that morally gray? I'm like, maybe they'll go either way. And then you're just like, oh, no, you're no, horrible. Like, just bad. I hate you. So, great. Love that. Oh, gosh. What is something that you came across that you were really interested by? Like a new like piece of world building that you were really interested in when you were reading the book? I would have loved to know more about Satan being an intrinsic, but that didn't happen. <laughs> I do think that's interesting because like, I feel like people would have noticed. It seems like no. becoming an intrinsic intrinsic is mm-hmm. like they talk about like, for the first he, few days is pretty like well, like the one that died in fourth wing yeah like, where he was screaming and he's like make it stop like all the voices yeah. in my head all that and then the guy just comes and breaks his neck so zayden had already seen that picked up on it and realized like if that happens to me like i have to be cool and he immediately went to segale mm-hmm. well, actually by then he was already intrinsic because he, he was, was a third year and that guy was a first year no no i know but i'm sure he had in his first year yeah, seen, and had yeah. seen and had known what it was like. So yeah. as soon as his second signet manifested mm-hmm. and he realized what it was, he was like to Segal, like, oh, my God, what's going on? That's when it was revealed that it was his grandfather, not his great uncle yeah. or whatever. And then he played up the shadow side so that they would just think he had one super strong signet <laughs> and not the second one. Yeah. But I just I wish we would have had more time because that was the biggest theory, I think, coming out of fourth wing everybody was talking about how he was an intrinsic 
and I didn't pick up on it in the fourth and fourth like, year. Okay, but but all of the things that they had said is support. I'm like, oh well, yeah, I guess that's that's true. And then when it was revealed, I was like, and then that's all we get is this mountain cliff like <laughs> confession and like confession, and they got thrown into a battle, and then wyverns, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. So Violet's second signet, do you know what it is? Do you, anybody have any theories? Mm-hmm. Lisa, so, Lisa. Theory. I, my, my theory is because of the, the conversation she had with Liam, you know, it was a full-blown conversation. He was, he was there. there with her. I think she's, her signet is she's either going to be able to talk to the dead or bring the dead back oh. or has something to do with that. And I think, honestly... We're talking about how somehow her dad is going to come back because there has to be a cure for Zayden. And of course, you know, she's going to be the one. Will there, though? There has to be. No, no, no. I don't. I mean, we're saying this has to be. But that recovered correspondence, that recovered correspondence, that is what makes me think that Yesenia has to go and find their stuff because they're not alive. Yeah, all of the stuff is like recovered. Everything says recovered correspondence, and it's all it's all talking like as if they're all in past tense, like all of their all yeah. of the in the beginnings no, of the book. They have to find it. But I no, <laughs> I okay, assume I just that, it is a thousand years. Old. I was but just assumed that was how scribes were trained to like record history, and so yeah. like okay, going maybe. back to what you were saying, Lisa. Uh, my theory with that is I thought that be, with the torture, you know, because again there is torture in this. I thought that. She was seeing Liam because she was in between life like and dissociate. death. Oh, okay. Like I that. thought that like she was basically like between realms of like the living and the dead. That like now she was like almost there. There, well, which yeah, is, that makes sense. That was my theory. I think that would be an awesome signet. I think that would make the story see amazing. And, and there was a part where didn't Liam tell her, "I will never leave you," or yeah. "I'll always be with you," or some you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just, I honestly think, yeah, that signet, it's going to just, it's going to be so bad. I mean, that's a very easy way, like, narratively to be like, and now we're going to answer some questions when she learns how to use it. What would be, because it's like, why, it makes me also think why, like, because obviously Andarna lost her time, but that was like her thing, like, time stopping. So I'm like, babies. It's okay. So all dragon babies. And that's why they can't come and and do whatever. I thought that it was like each baby had an individual strong Uh, power. I did too. Yeah. Maybe I missed it. I think it's like, so I wonder if then like their individual strong power then ends up becoming like maybe something similar. I'm like, what's the opposite of time stopping? It is weird to be like, they have their own fully made power and then it changes completely. Although, so my understanding of how that worked was that Andarna's time stopping thing was a part of her. Now, once Violet manifests a signet through Andarna, it's going to be a reflection of Violet somehow instead. So that's why it's different. It can no longer be the time stopping thing. The time stopping was was specific to the dragon, which means yes. like, okay, clear. So then that means Taryn, when he was a baby, had something that was like specific yeah. to him. So I'm just like interested, like, what does, because it's like based off of like Zayden, because she was, you know, with Violet was trying to figure out like, what do you need? Who are you as a person? You always have to know things. You always have to say, and she was like, you're an intrinsic. So it's like, what does Violet need? She needs her dad. That's what I think. More information. <laughs> yeah, she to me, I was thinking she needs the library. Yeah. <laughs> so when you said that about like bringing back the dead or talking to the dead, th- 
my first thought was, well, if she can talk to the dead or raise the dead, she's going to raise the dead, an army of the dead and fight the wyvern and the venom yeah. and all that. But also, like, she needs information. Like, she yeah. doesn't have the From information. From the source. So, like, like, what kind of power yeah. could be. Yeah. I'm just so interested. You know, yeah. it's like. I'm, I'm so, in. I was telling Sabrina that I, read, I was looking on TikTok and that <laughs> somebody's theory was that Lilith, the mom, is actually venom. That when she was pregnant with Violet, you know, she got sick, that she actually became part venom. So she actually, when she died, I don't know if they said that she probably knows the cure or she's been trying to f find this cure for the longest, not for, of course, for herself. But I think maybe if Violet can bring back the dead, bring back her mom and her dad, to work together to bring this cure so that we can Zayden. save Zayden. I don't know if they'd want to come back. I mean, and it's like, and remember I had said like in fourth wing, a lot of people were just like, man, Lilith is bad. Lilith is bad. And I, when I did my reread of fourth wing, I was like, no, like Lilith loved her husband. Yes. She because loved there were things that she said in the beginning, like Violet had said like that her mom was like this bitch, but she was like, there was one part where she said like for a second, she looked at me with like the softest eyes and was just like, God, you're so much like him, you know, and it's just like to say because a lot yeah, of people but she are also just like, says stuff like we're not going to have a scribe in our family. But I so, think, too, she well, was no, trying to protect like, her kids. But she did say she, at one point she said no. She was like, or she was like, you're the like you're the daughter of a you're the daughter of a scribe. Like mm -hmm. basically like what we're like telling her like you i know how your mind was going to work and that you were going to figure it out like yeah. yeah and if you went to work for what's his face the head of the scribes Merit. then you yeah Merit. Merit. yeah that you would have figured it out and then you would have tried to burn it from the inside mm -hmm. so i put you in the only other one where you could do something about it because mm -hmm. burning down the library wasn't going to fix because look when when she was dying she look said, how they all like mom you know, they even yeah. though, though they were mad thing. at her, that's still their mother. It almost either. seemed like she was ready. She was literally like, "I'm going with." She said, "I'm going with your dad." Yeah, yeah. You know? and she literally coached Sloan on how to kill her. And I was yeah. just like, "Oh my yeah. gosh!" Like this is happening. So and you couldn't really. It was a fault her. No, for the way she treated her kids. You know what I mean? She, I, I think she had good intentions because she was trying to protect them. So, so I think she really loved the dad too. Yeah. You asked about something that we learned. I loved learning about the runes and that there was this whole other system mm. for magic that Navarre has neglected and lost because they've been trying to like work on their narrative story and yeah. try to make sure that their propaganda lines up. So mm -hmm. that was interesting. And seeing Violet finally learn how to channel and control her abilities, mm -hmm. which is something nobody at Bezgayeth ever taught her because nope. they weren't interested in control. Yeah. And it's still insane to me that you have this resource and and, like your way of training it is just to be like hope you don't die like I guess I could try to teach you how to control things in a way that is like calming and not like going to make you freak out and flare out and burn out but like that's it's just crazy hope you don't hit any other riders yeah yeah <laughs> I, I didn't realize how problematic her training with his professor car, car right car. how problematic that was in that he was like quantity over quality of oh, her yeah. strikes. But then when she gets over to whatchamacallit, Erasia, and he's trying to like, okay, hit this, and she can't, and she can't like draw her power the right, and he's just like, 
you're the most sloppy, like yeah. untrained, like this is stupid. You're going to kill people until you figure this out. I'm not even going to like try and teach you anything. And yeah. so like that part to me was like that almost like revelation of just mm -hmm. how wrong Navarre had gotten. Like yeah. maybe they yeah. had started from a good place of like, we're rebuilding our story, but then it just took off in the other direction. Yeah. And it's like with, with the runes language and that training and like, and everything with her orb and all of that, like that would have been probably a lot, a lot more helpful for a lot of the other. Yeah. Well, and yeah. even how the Griffin writers learn how to like master specific runes and then swap with each other as a way to share power rather than like. That was going to be my world building thing. My yeah. probably one of my favorite things was learning about the like Griffin writers, mm -hmm. just like how like they also mind speak and how like they can't go a certain elevations. They're faster on the ground, mm -hmm. but also like with their training, like one scene that I was like, that is so true. Like when they're all together and they're like, doing their like little team things and they're all cheering each other on and then when one of them dies and their name is announced how they're just like you could hear like the weeping and like the screaming of some of them while the dragon riders weren't allowed to show emotions yeah. for yeah. their family members while it's like one where she said like that her older sister died and she yeah. was like in tears and that they're just like we were never allowed to like like they they grieve their losses and they're mm -hmm. just kind of like Y'all aren't allowed to like hug. Y'all aren't allowed to like support each other or cry. They're like, no, because you know? if I hug someone, they could stab me. Yeah. But okay, with that, with that idea though, when Violet first comes back in part one, she even says to Rihanna, or however you say her name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, like this is why we do it. It's good that we see people die because when you get out there and people die, like she's so. She's into it. Yeah. She's, she's into it because she's seen Liam die and she knows that feeling. And mm -hmm. so, like, coming back and then going through it like it it just builds on itself. yeah it reinforces the basquiath and the thing where she's like well don't learn any of their names because it's yes, just exactly gonna, she the best yeah. rituals names, because yeah. it's like that's yeah that's what i have to do and like it took her so long to unlearn instead that. of maybe it, accepting the fact that like it should always be sad when someone you know dies right. you, you should know, never it, be so hardened that you're like well in the beginning oh, of, well. of the first book when was it dane or i don't know who told her it you does. can't trust anybody <laughs> yeah it was dane. you know it was dane yeah so like through the whole book I was like, oh God, Rihanna's gonna turn, turn on her. Yeah, they're gonna turn talk with Sawyer's, Rihanna. They're all like, gonna turn on each other. So it makes like, the reader paranoid. Yes, and that's what happened. Yeah. I got paranoid because I was like, God, I really don't want them to turn on each other. And mm -hmm. then it goes through this whole book. Then we go to Iron Flame, and they're still together. And mm -hmm. it, and I just love it. And, and yeah. but in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh God, please nobody turn. I'm I still was at so that happy part where Rihanna's were... just like staring at her across the room, like still gonna lie to me, and yeah. she's just like, uh, 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 sprint away. And Rhiannon's like, well, okay, next time, I guess. <laughs> I loved whenever she said, like, that they, like, take off and that she looks around and that she sees all her friends' dragons. You know, yeah. she was like, they all came. They all came, know? yeah. I, They're bond. I just love it. Mm -hmm. I just love it, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see more of, like, how the, like, Griffin Riders and the Dragon Riders work, like obviously there's still three more books mm -hmm. how they like learn to like Ooh. come together and find like a balance with each other and hopefully like become like united and i'm also rooting for mira to get with a griffin rider because we saw a little banter mm -hmm. where she was like "Ugh, he's a a griffin rider and then cat had said like oh yeah my older brother is a yes. griffin rider he was like he would never get with a dragon, a dragon rider. rider and i'm just like <laughs> 
They better, better get together. <laughs> well, no, get I, better I like that, like when Kat tells Violet, can you tell your mom to stop the rain so that we can help you, you know, fight, yes. you know, because they can't fight in the rain. And I was like, they're, they're trying, you know what I yes. mean? Yeah. They're trying. So I think the Griffin writers tried more than the Basquiat yeah. did. I really think that they put their best foot forward. Because they've yeah. been fighting the Venom for yeah, like, they're like, yeah. come on, guys, like, just get out, get out of your heads with Basquiat yes. and like, look around at what the real world's like. And, like, when they pass the ruins to each other, that's when I was like, maybe Kat's not as awful as we think she is. Other than she just wants the crown. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she redeemed herself. I think so. You know? I also think that part of it is that we're from Violet's perspective, so... Right. Some so, random person probably doesn't say Speaking of percep- perception, what is something that you're looking forward to with the next book? And I'll start by saying, I don't know how you would do this, like, given how the narrative has been for the past two books. But I would love to see, because Andarna and Taryn are some of my favorite aspects of yeah. the story. I would love to see how other griffins or other dragons talk to their riders. Are they I all that sarcastic and surly? Or? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Especially because there's so many times where just kind of like, where they're having conversations and they says like, Riddick pauses because his dragon is talking to him. So it's like they're having it's like a conversation. A screen. The other day, pause. Yeah, Sawyer <laughs> yeah. pauses because then it's yeah. clearly like talking yeah. and they're just like little minds are like going back and forth. I'm mm-hmm. just like, tell me the dialogue. I want to know like, what they're saying to each like other. It's like the reel you sent. And yes. it was like Taryn and like just like they're just looking at each other, like waiting for like this all to happen. Everyone else just like, yeah, we'll just wait a minute. Like, we'll just wait. Sharing. They're they're having a big conversation. Yeah. <laughs> But. Especially once you get like Taryn and Darna, Violet, Zayden, and Sigil, <laughs> like kind Sigale, of butts in sometimes. Kind of yeah. also there, yeah. like everyone's just waiting, and like Zayden and <laughs> Zayden and Violet are just going. <laughs> just well, I said what I'm distance. excited to see more of. You know, the Griffin Riders and the Dragon yeah. Riders. I really want like same thing with that, but I want them to like share more information both ways because I think you know I think the Dragon Riders have things that they could like that they could share and and kind of instead of being like one person's going to join one team one person whatever like be like you know what we're creating a new and beautiful society for killing venom (laughs) and that'll never go bad at no point will we get so obsessed with killing venom that we will turn into a horrible society that shuts ourselves off not us we're different (laughs) well i need zayden to be not a venom (laughs) venom free that's what you're looking forward to venom free venom free I think mine is further, or just a little past that with Zayden. Obviously, I want him to be free of the venom. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm sick over that. And I think it's because how many bad things can you do to a character over and over again before yeah. they break? Because I think he's going to break soon. And I think, like, I'm looking forward to not seeing him break. But I really, like, this man watches his parents die, watch all of his friends' parents die. He takes all these, like lacerations to his back where he takes ownership for all the marked oh, ones yeah. he mm-hmm. comes through Basquiat like and has to figure out what he's doing there where everyone and, hates him where everyone <laughs> hates him still be a still rise through the ranks to be a wing leader makes a role with you know the woman that scarred his back to protect to not kill her daughter falls in love with the daughter has to deal with those repercussions has to see his ex-lover ex-betrothed and deal with the ramifications of that and her uncle See Violet almost die over and over. I mean, this man is just going through it. And I, and he, and through it all, he's still 
being everything that he's supposed to be. He still comes to rescue Violet. He's still going to the front lines and fighting. He's he he's gonna die against this Venom just to save Violet. And it's like, why? Why do we have to keep doing so much to one character? I honestly don't feel sorry for Violet. I think like she's brought a lot of this on herself. I'm sad her mom died the way that she did and like yeah. that sort of thing. But I really am like just heartsick over the number of of bad things that keep happening to Zayden. Mm-hmm. And at what point can he not take it anymore? And he honestly, like that last chapter that was narrated from his perspective, he seemed broken, like broken. dead inside. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I think he's going to leave. That's and my theory. It, I think he's going to desert. And because he's going to, he's not going to want to risk hurting anyone, that he's just going to not do like you, cold turkey, not tell anybody and go and Violet's going to go after him, Gale. I think. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be like, <clears throat> the whole book you know where he's like and i think when I she think goes away is just mean enough to do and that and then bring him back in and i think when him. she reaches him is when he's gonna be the one that she has to, to fight kill. yeah that's no! my theory no and i i'm honestly i'm so sick over it you you came up with like some of that and then like my mind just kept going and i'm like there's it just it makes sense right yeah Although i want yeah. i just want violet to learn that she can do things differently like she was so mad about the way that zayden handles everything but, but instead of the same but thing. instead of saying okay i didn't like what you did you could have had me as an ally so much earlier and we could have had like an open communication i wish at some point that she would be like I don't like the way X is going. We're going to do things differently now. Yeah, like, and here's me taking the first step and being like, this is all I know. This is what I think is happening with Aunt yeah. This is what's going on with the Because she, she kind of does that with her friend, Jessenia. Jessenia. Like, she yeah. kind of goes like, okay, I, I have to trust somebody. Like, there's yeah. no way to make any headway if I trust no one. And, I, and I'm hoping that she can, like, grow in some way, like... Okay, I've got chills. Because chills. you're talking about Jessenia again. And at the very... F- beginning of fourth wing in the dedication or whatever it's from Asinia and it says mm-hmm. like may we commit their souls, souls to, to Malik. Malik and then you have all this recovered correspondence in like this whole theory of where Zayden and Violet are gonna go and it just ends in their deaths like I just think it's gonna end in Violet and Zayden's deaths to save everything else and I don't like it it makes sense I mean, if we're yeah. like, you know, just, but I don't like, yeah. Don't like so yeah. I kind of think we haven't seen anything of the Venom op- like occupied territory. I'm yeah. curious, like I'm guessing it's desolate wasteland, but I'm wondering what will be able to be recovered from there. Because there's but going I'm to come a point like, where you have is to. How a desolate wasteland? Like I know they're they're trying to grow and like get more they like kill territory. All the people. Yes. So they can have access to more magic. But if the whole point is they're pulling magic out of the earth and they live in a desolate wasteland, how are they getting so powerful? Like they're they keep always, more. yeah, but they're yeah. always fighting. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, there has to be something about the way, cause otherwise they wouldn't stay in like their territory. Right. They would just, they become, would just keep moving Yeah, because yeah. they keep wanting, they, why would they go back? Like, I guess it's safe, but like also it gives them no power, no energy, nothing. I just don't think I actually understand Venom. I think they're normal people who do bad magic and it makes them addicted to bad magic and then they become evil bad magic people. Well, I'm sure we'll I learn don't a think... lot more of them in, in, yes. in the books to come. Yeah. One last thing that I want to see in books to come, and maybe this is kind of like, because I feel like Sarah SJM, SJM. That, like does it really well obviously like in her books is I really want to see more couples like I can see like Sawyer and Jessenia yeah. kind of being a thing I feel like that like other little storylines like made things like enjoyable as well and it kind of like makes it interesting to me that it's just like now Jessenia kind of has a loyalty to Sawyer and Sawyer a loyalty to Jessenia and I feel like loyalties eventually become politics and eventually become like side taking which just makes things all the more interesting to me 
So I'm excited to see like where everybody's relationships go in the books to come because that will really determine which sides, who takes which sides. I like how you mentioned Kat's brother and Mira. I think that would, I think that's, for them to have mentioned something of that is that something is coming up. I think I'm, as someone who's only read half the book, so I could be completely wrong. I think Zayden is going to run away, but I think they're going to kind of see him doing Robin Hood-esque vigilante justices while he still can like they're gonna be like oh there's marks on this tree that are similar to the mark but you know that kind of thing or like a town who was being attacked by venom like shadows overtook it and then all the venom were gone like he's gonna run himself ragged like that kind of thing where he's gonna push harder and harder and harder and basically try to fight his own little mini war and then they're gonna find him and he's gonna be like near the end of his rope because he's not taking care of himself self care people and that's when like the sh- a showdown is gonna happen Although- because he's been trying to do it all himself because who would not if not zayden walk into the distance and be like, it's okay. I'll just be a one-person army. <laughs> I can't see him having Sigail stick by his side. Yeah. That's yes. the part I'm not sure how I, that's yeah. going to be handled. I do too. Yes. I think... I don't know if you can, though, once you're bonded. I don't know. I don't he even know. said in his chapter that Sigail has been distant and hasn't mm-hmm. talked to him. I'm like, yeah. that's got to so be So I her. guess book three, we're going to see more of Jack. <laughs> Unfortunately. <sighs> I hope he dies. Again, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, he needs it, to die horribly. Well, just so down in the dumps. I, I know. I just I know. really want to cry. I know. Oh, no. I just, all these theories, you know, of what's going to happen. Yeah. And I, I don't. I can't. Well, I can't take it. <laughs> I, th- I did see that that in an interview, she did say that like six months are like not doable for her because that was actually really difficult. Like from Fourth Wing to Iron Flame, that she was like, I. That was a lot. Well, she doesn't need to make it 1,200 pages long. Yeah. Tell her to get it back down. So I think she said, <laughs> that I think, like, they had said that she's, like, estimating, like, a year between books now. So we'll... Now, I will see her in April. Yes! Mm-hmm. Lisa's going to see her in April. I'm going to need you to lay on it a little bit. I'm going to need you to, when you Look meet her, to be like, Rebecca. excuse yes. me. So I'm going to assume we probably won't get any answers yeah, until well, next, next fall, next Christmas. What are we reading until <laughs> What are we all buddy reading? <laughs> the buddy the buddy reading was a lot of fun. Lots it of was, fun. yeah. I, that. I also liked when it was like like this message when you get to chapter whatever. Right. Like that yes. was like, like okay, now message. we know who we can text and talk to. Well no. So I don't I don't know who te- I think it was Sabrina who you sent like, the text. I don't even know who's sending these like, texts. It was like at two in the morning or <laughs> Probably something. Probably Sabrina. And, and so my phone went off. And so my you husband. have these things on do not disturb is all I got to say. Husband, That's not my fault. My husband was like, who is texting you at two something in the morning? And I said, I swear to you, it's, it's from Sabrina and it's about the book. Just save us all as Shadow Daddy in there. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. We each need oh fun romanticy oh nicknames. Nicknames, yes. Well, no, that's what I said. I said, we need like a cool book club. Yeah. Group yeah. Name or well, so I don't know how to keep up. Kathy and Sabrina burn through yeah. so much romanticy so fast. I but don't. Iron Flame is the first book out of all this romanticy since it started in August that I could not fly through. And I think a, a part better. of that was this whole like up and down, up and down. Up the pacing down. was really weird for yeah. it. But it I'm open to suggestions. I just don't know what y'all haven't read yet. <laughs> I oh well guys you know like They're at like least nothing. like in between we do have for anybody who's like a sarah j mass moss I, I need to look that up sarah j we'll call her sarah j for sarah j we have like 
her third Crescent City book to look forward to, which it's not a spoiler. She's already t- put it out there. Mm-hmm. She said in an interview, if you've read Akatar, wink, wink, you need to read Crescent City. Mm-hmm. So crossover. Crossover. What can that mean? <laughs> I don't even know how that's going to work. Once again, because we've said Crescent City is literally like the future. we're talking like future New York City guns and Tahoes and then we're talking high fantasy <laughs> guns and Tahoes Akatar, swords and it. magic because literally they have I guns and, and then it's, at I one point know. she literally says the Tahoe pulls up <laughs> and so I'm like Kathy's angry she well, hates modern this? fantasy I'm like, what like Feyre's just gonna be like pick me up in the Tahoe. <laughs> I don't know. But no, she's going to be like, what is this metal beast? I mean, she can winnow. She can gonna, winnow into the Tahoe. Yeah, she's going to stab it with, with her sword. But we have that to look forward if to. If you like fighting, the, another series is A Kingdom of Lies. And it has a lot of fighting in it. And it's brutal. Oh my gosh. And then we have Legends of Thesmar. And then we have Legends you of Thesmar. This is going to be okay, guys. Yeah, we have some a lot suggestions coming. for yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah, you, you check... have the other podcast that we did yes. where yes. you listed like 17 series. Go listen to that one. And then by the time you finish that, guess what? It's gonna be next Christmas and <laughs> and 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 we'll be in here and talking we'll be ready about for we'll Rebecca's be back third with book. you. <laughs> yep. Okay. I think that's it. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this unpacking of Iron Flame. And stay tuned next week for more romantic recommendations. 